Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's another Melchester Odyssey uh, across the top of this issue, which is the 15th of October 1983, which is in my left hand. Uh, it says nine super stories in this issue. This is in coppered letters. Um, I don't know what that's meant to signify. In this issue? This issue, but maybe they're not always super. There's usually yeah. nine. There's not maybe nine, and they're not always super. Not, to be quite honest, two or three of them are pretty bog standard. Mm. We've made uh, a real effort this time. And the listeners, the readers rather, have let us know that they do not approve of at least two of the stories. That's why they've got... A, I don't know if I mentioned this, but they have a chart every week now in the um, whatever page it is where all the, all the fucking bits and bobs are and I don't know how they get the votes um, but there's a chart every week and I'm trying to find it in this one and I can't um, it's like the, the top nine rundown of the, the, the fucking music charts and um, nah can't find it never mind I might come to it later on so you can see what the most popular is and obviously know which ones they're going to try and bin off Imagine if you do. were the author of a particular one. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you were the illustrator or the writer, yeah. you'd be fucking terrified, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, look, Jeff, we work together on this concept for this story. It's not as if it's all my problem. I've <laughs> done my best. I've drawn what you asked me to draw. I'm a drawer. Safe. I draw. That's what I do, and I draw to a brief. Yeah. That brief comes. That it comes from the top down. You'll carry it. I'll be damned if I'm carrying the can for the failure of this story, Jeff. <laughs> it's a collaborative effort. I read a, uh, I once, I don't know if you've ever read a book about Loaded. is obviously a magazine we talk about a lot on this pod that um, yeah. we both enjoyed a great deal in its heyday. And um, the Tim Southwell, who was the deputy editor mm. when it launched, wrote a book about it. I have it. read that book. Yeah. It's a great book, I think. I mean, if you... I suppose it's like, you know, if you work worked in magazines, so it's particularly interesting. Uh, it's just a funny book. But in it, I'm sure he said that at one point they did a sort of a reader's poll. And oh. madly, <laughs> whose idea this was, I don't know. But we can both guess. They did, um, <laughs> they, 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 they asked readers to like, and it was publicly published, like, and it was like, which writer do you like the best? Right. Can you imagine? And like, okay. the the readers all had to vote for which writer, regular writer in the magazine yeah. they liked best. I mean, 
That's the sort of that. thing that would fucking torture you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Imagine that down the pub when the results are in. It'd be torturous. Okay, no. I, don't know. I can't remember the ins and outs. It's a great book. But I think in the book they do reveal that it did cause some in-house political issues and challenges yeah. when the results came in. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Who was top, do we know? Was it the editor? <laughs> no, I think that was what caused the problems. His <laughs> <laughs> book's out soon, James Brown. Uh, thought of that. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll give that a lot of content space. We will. It'll be really we'll exciting. Proper look at that one, it's out, yeah. yeah. But actually, I I bought the first edition of Lauded recently on eBay. Yeah, we were going to we were gonna deep dive that as a deep yeah. dive or history box, weren't we? Yeah. Um, it's not cheap, though. I think I paid about 13 quid for mine. I know. I think I've got it up in my mum's attic, but um, the uh, Rumpelstiltskin is really, really protective of the attic at my mum's. Isn't that strange? It's really troubling. But if ever me and my brothers try to get out there for something, there's, all, there's a fucking treasure trove up there, mate. Subutio, records, yeah. a fucking bike, right? A racer. A bike? Are you a, b- a, bike a bike from the 80s. Or a disassembled. All right. Uh, like an old rally racer. The record, the vinyl up there alone is probably worth a fortune. Loads of comics and pretty much a full set of loadeds from issue one, probably through to like issue 30 or something like that. Maybe he sold it on eBay. If he, he doesn't get animated very easily, right? He's not an in your face kind of a cunt, right? Yeah. Despite, I mean, when I call him Rumpelstiltskin, he looks like Rumpelstiltskin. He doesn't behave he doesn't like Rumpelstiltskin. Like he doesn't stick his fu- fucking foot through, foot the, through the fucking floorboards with rage and <laughs> shout everything in insane rhyme, right? <laughs> but if you try and get up the ladder into the attic, he goes, Bernard, well, what's going on? What are you doing up there? Get down! And you're like... Get down at once! Get down <laughs> at fall. once! That's not for you. you That's my you attic. You may fall! Be like, actually, Ron... It's a fucking... This is a council house. It belongs to the council. And yeah, I am willing to go and ask them whether or not I'm allowed in the fucking attic. It's got nothing to do with you, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> do you need to ask permission first then, do you think? Is that the problem? No, my plan is to get in there when they're away in the Isle of Wight. Do it. I don't do have it. a key, but I, re- I can source a key. And right. then I'm going to go Good. in and I'm going to go... Fuck it. I might even make a video of it for the IFS. Be fucking yeah. mad up there. Be great. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Fucking I might hell. do that next week. I think they're going away. Yeah, I'm going to burgle nice my mum's house. <laughs> like Nick, sort of thing Nick Cotton would do. Nick Cotton, yeah. But I tell you what, if it's, I get up there and there's dead bodies up there, I will not be fucking surprised because no. the way in which he acts when any of me or my brothers even so much as look up at the, you know, your little hatch door. Yeah. And we get the ladder out. There's stuff up, up there. there. There's, stuff There's there. something fucking dodgy, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it next week. My guess would be Victorian pornography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ankle Porn Weekly. Ankle Porn. Hot yeah. Ankles Weekly. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, me and Len came up with a great... It's got nothing to do with anything, but if I don't say it, it will disappear it from disappear. record. Me and Len came up with a really good uh, band name this morning. Oh. I said... He said, what's it like in the Vita Modular? And I said, I haven't potted in there all week. I said, because after the week we've had, what with the, you know, glass walls, I said, when you open the door and walk in there, it's like solid heat. And he went, 
Solid Heat is a great name for a band. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, son? You're not wrong. That There's is got to be a band called Solid Heat already. It, but we disagree because I said that's a funk band. Make possibly 80s yeah, soul band. I'd say so. And he said it was a rock band, like heavy rock. But now nah, mm, it's got it to be, be funk either. or soul, hasn't it? It could be either. I would say funk or soul. I know Solid Air was a John Martin album. Good, good song and, that as well. And and Curved Heat was a group around about the same time. And Canned Heat. So, and what? Canned Heat was a canned song heat. by Jamiroquai, and I think. Isn't there a band called Canned Heat as yeah, well? Yeah, Canned Heat was a group. Was it, it, yeah, there's all sorts of overlaps there. But Curved Solid Air. Heat, fucking hell, mate. Solid Heat's good. We should form that band. Uh, any graphic designers out there, do us a logo for Solid Heat. Just make yeah. sure. And Alex D, uh, make mm-hmm. us a, uh, solid, a song ready. by Solid Heat. Get ready, we're doing an album. <laughs> Alex D, I think their first single should be Solid Heat by Solid Heat. Oh, yeah. I always like that. Definitely. Yeah. Like Public Image Limited's first single was called Public Image. Yeah, yeah, it's I like love it when bands do that. Yeah, I mean, Madness, their first single wasn't Madness, but I think it was their second or third single, probably. It was on the B-side, wasn't it, of one of the first ones? Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Um, but that's where they got the name from, because it was in their set, it was a, it was one of their songs. Although they were the Invaders um, before the that, but they yeah. had to change, there was another band called the Invaders, yeah, is that so right? they were called the North London Invaders for a bit. Yeah, it's a so shit name. Two Invaders, stupid. You just think of fucking Tottenham, don't you? Yeah. Anyway, let's get on with this Roy the Rovers thing because yeah. there's simply no time to lose. Uh, nine super stories in this issue. Um, I did find the chart page, but I've lost it again. Oh, fucking hell. All right. Uh, anyway, on the front page, Walford Rovers versus Melbourne. Even though he was no longer player manager of Melchester Rovers, the game was something of a local derby, in inverted commas, for Roy Race. You don't need to put it in inverted commas. We know what a local derby is. But the new <laughs> boss of Walford was coping brilliantly um, and he just does a, a, a f- he just flicks the ball up with his heel by the looks of it and it goes right up in the air over the top of a Melbourne defender uh, who uh, responds with the tr- now traditional oomph <laughs> which is what when a player's been just completely done over to what they do a uh, crowd member shouts out oh Roy said two of them the wrong way <laughs> and uh, so he's flicked it over with his heel and it lands and he volleys it first time with his left foot Straight past outrageous. the Outrageous. Shades corner. of it, Justin Fashionu. Yeah. He's already scored what somebody described as the best goal he'd ever seen. And he now he's followed it. Match. And he goes, he's yeah. topped it with this. Not for long, though, cunts. Watch yeah. this. Keep watching. <laughs> so one of the, he said, oh, Royce said two of them the wrong way. And then as he hits it in the goal, uh, his mate says, but the ball's gone in the right way. Oh, clever. Cunts. Goal! As I said to the IFS subscribers only this week, puns and wordplay are for Tory cunts. Proper fucking Giles Brandreth stuff, isn't it? Wordplay. Yeah. yeah. Puns <laughs> and words. the wrong way, but this is the right way. No one... like if, if you ever make puns or you play with words, mm. that means that you are witless and you are scrabbling yeah. about in the very fucking dregs. Of, yeah. of, of humour to try and fucking yeah. present yourself as something other than the dullard you are. Yeah, I'm glad we've cleared that up. Yeah. Good. And that it's is that, because that's annoyed me, that kid, that geezer in the crowd saying that. Some cunt well, next course. to me over West Ham started doing wordplay, right? Mm. I'd say, mate, you've got to apply Outside for a seat now. move. 
I, just apply for a seat movie. So I'll give you You've one got warning. To apply for a seat movie. I'm not fucking sitting listening to this all season. You've got to move. Well, why can't you move? Because I'm not the uh, cunt making fucking puns, am I? <laughs> this is a no pun zone. Go in, there's a pun section down near the front next to the kiddie section. <laughs> so it's 4 1 to Walford. Uh, uh, Roy, the, look at all the players celebrating. Roy's pumping the air with his fist. Pump, They've all got big grins on their face. Big soppy grins. Really, mate. Shouts. I've never seen faith. They look. I'll tell you what they look like. They look high, like they've smoked lots of marijuana. High on drug tablets. Yeah. It doesn't look like the kind of almost aggressive exuberance that you expect from goal uh, celebrations. They kind of just look like uh, serene, don't they? There's quite an unusual early example of social distance in there between them all as well. Yeah. They're all nicely spaced out. Roy's maybe instigated a no-touching rule during goal celebrations. Yeah. Yeah, problems with Blackie at Melchester. Yeah, do that. No touch. I don't need that. It's the, the fans don't like to see it either. And also, there's an insurance issue with me. I've uh, I got a special premium, but I, I'm not allowed to be touched by anyone ever. <laughs> and he says, uh, "He says now, come on, Walford, show this crowd we're not a one-man team." Even though I have just demonstrated in the last thirty minutes. Go on, why don't one of you lot a have a go? <laughs> it's easy. Go on, just do what I do. He says, let's really turn it on. And one of them shouts, we're with you, Racy. Continued on colour pages inside. Uh, where's the cup? There, there we go. Um, the Wolford players responded eagerly, and the Wolford fans are loving this. They're tearing Melbourne apart. Brilliant football. The best I've ever seen from Wolford. This one, this comes a bit fast and loose with his superlatives, isn't he? Everything's yeah. the best. Just because they're four, the best goal, the best I've ever best seen. Fucking, I bet he's only been going for fucking five minutes. That's probably, probably why he's saying all this. Up. Yeah, it's his first fucking game. Jalapeno. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Jalapeño. And then there's another one. Roy backheels the ball 
uh, to his teammate who puts it past the keeper. Yes! Number two for Alan Shields. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get enough of that name. <clears throat> That's 5-1. Moments later, as a header goes in, uh, there's the sixth, and it's David Wright, whoever he is. Great effort from David Wright. And the last seconds of the game, Roy slides one in. Um, Roy, that's his fourth, and Walford's seventh. We want eight, we want eight. <laughs> they all cry. But no, the referee has blew his whistle. Um, Hooray, shouts one of them. Another one. Bit dark, this. It was a massacre. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Let the bodies pile high in their thousands. Burn their corpses. <laughs> this is Dance like Pol Pot's corpses. This is like Pol Pot's death camp. <laughs> Stop, steady on. Did you see uh, it on the news? Pol Pot <laughs> knows how to get things done. <laughs> Makes the trains run on time. <laughs> Fucking hell! This is the closest God. we'll ever get. Uh, so they're shouting. Uh, even with all his problems, Roy's still the king. Stop going on about me fucking problems. What business is it of yours? <laughs> what more do you cunts want? <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, so they're all singing, Roy, race, Roy, race. Uh, Roy is shaking hands with his opposing uh, Melbourne player. There's been a pitch invasion. And all Roy can think is, if only Penny was here. she could. <laughs> if only she could have seen it. And then somewhere in the crowd, there's Penny, who, of course, has smuggled herself in. And she's kind of got the collar of her coat slightly upturned. Mm, I like that. In an attempt to disguise herself. Yeah. An attempt to look a bit sexy. <laughs> Does, It's yeah. a bit French resistance, isn't it? Yeah, it makes you think that she's wearing a <laughs> long oh. overcoat with nothing underneath. <laughs> Just some lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, somewhere in the crowd, she's watching on, and she's thinking, if only Roy had scored those goals for Melchester. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, you don't want nice... much, do you? He's just turned in the fucking performance of a lifetime. You know, oh, yeah, it's all yeah. right, but I wish he was doing it for a different team. Um, but she's over the page, she's looking quite happy. And she's thinking, uh, it says, Roy and his wife had temporarily parted because she'd refused to move to Walford. She says, I ought to rush down there now and tell him that everything's all right, that I'll come to Walford. Well, because they've started winning. Is that what it's all about? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't going to fucking go to a, a club where the results are bad. But she wanders off thinking, but maybe he doesn't need me now. Now that he's back on top, he doesn't need me on top. Oh. <laughs> right, um, I'm fucking off. I'm going to beat the traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These kids are going to stay here celebrating till six o'clock. <laughs> They'll all be uh, on the piss as well, probably. Fuck that. Run to the motorway. I'm going to go home. I'm going to pick up some fish and chips on the way and a bottle of fucking wine from the Jewish agents. I'll be back. I'll be back in Milchester in time for the A-team. My mum's got the kids. I'll get home in time to its fucking gentle touch. <laughs> As Roy's wife vanished into the crowd, Roy beckons over Andy Jackson, his uh, fiery Melbourne manager rival, it says here. Uh, hey, Andy, wait a minute. Uh, Andy Jackson goes, what do you want, race? Just to shake on it. Show there's no ill feeling. Andy Jackson snubs the handshake. No way. It's easy to shake hands when you're on top. But I ain't losing. <laughs> Next week, 
when you play Melchester, it'll be your turn. The Rovers will be waiting for you. Oh, Let's see right. if you're so keen to shake hands after they've played Walford off the pitch. Jackson's got such a cunty look on his face, hasn't he, as he delivers he? this. He's a fucking arsehole. Yeah. He's also wearing a tracksuit top with seemingly nothing underneath it as well. Which <laughs> yeah. is weird. Pretty bold. <laughs> yeah. That's how I always turn up on match day. Intimidates the opposition to see that I'm prepared to go topless underneath my zip up. <laughs> I've decided. I've told the told the chairman if we win this match, this fucking tracksuit's coming off, and I'm <laughs> racing around that pitch with me tits out. Let them all fucking see me tits. I don't care. I don't mind. I'm proud of them. <laughs> I want to get inside their fucking heads. I want Give them, them to, when they forget. close their eyes at night. All I want them to see is my tits bouncing up and down on their pitch, <laughs> on their turf, stained forever. <laughs> There we are, but we lost seven walls, it's not going to happen. At that moment in the Melchester dressing room, whether the day's results were coming through, or they've got a big, they've got a nice portable TV on a, a high shelf so they can all see it in the dressing room. And the TVs, the, the results are coming through. And Walford's 7-1 thrashing of Melbourne was a personal triumph for Roy Race. Four goals for the former Melchester boss. I think that's Steve Naylor, isn't it, there? He's buttoning up his shirt. Mm. And he says, hey, listen to that. Hey, listen to that. <laughs> Turn over back page. Sounds like we could be in for a bit of trouble next Saturday, Blackie. <laughs> They've decided Steve Naylor's got a Bob Dylan twang about him. Uh, Blackie sat there with a, a red roll neck sweater on, looking quite the... Uh, Cutting quite a dash. Roy's only human, Steve. Anyway, let's take one game at a time. You know what? I can't even remember the score of this one we just done. Scores don't matter. I learned that from Roy. Did you have a nice time? That's the main thing. That's what it's all about. Uh, look at Roy. He got us relegated and still kept his job and renewed his contract on more favourable terms. <laughs> It's all about living in the moment. Uh, before we... It's still blacky, isn't it? Before we take on Walford, we've got to get our Milk Cup game against Shefton Town out of the way. They'll have a record crowd for our visit on Tuesday night. So I think that means we all have to have a drink of milk out of the cup before we start. I'm not sure. Right, you have to take care of all the admin. Not about fire milk. My missus says there might be something called false intolerance. <laughs> I had terrible windy pops after the glass of milk. <laughs> you can have my milk, Steve. <laughs> Roy never uh. let me touch the stuff because he said that my tummy wouldn't stop rumbling all night in the car. You know, when we were going up the woods. Oh, I won't when talk about that. we used to that. share a room. <laughs> he's uh, so there and then it says in fact only 15,000 saw mighty Melchester run out to do battle with the 4th division side one of the fans is shouting uh, our ground's so small 15,000 is all it will hold <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> who's fucking ever said something like that and that's a record for Shefton our ground's shit so this story now appears to have gone back to Melchester. Yeah. Shefton's tiny ground 
posed problems for any team, it says. What in the fucking fourth division for then? How tiny is the ground that the players have to be shrunk down? 15,000 is not that bad for a fourth division fucking decent, team. Yeah. Um, oh, they've got a kind of a John Beck Cambridge United vibe about them. Because mm. uh, one of the fans shouts, No frills about our lot! <laughs> and then another one shouts, They've given it the long up and under into the Melchester Goldmouth. It's a John Beck Cambridge kind of w- Wimbledon yeah. sort of thing going on here. Well, it's 1983, so that's early. That's ahead of ahead of its time. I feel sense. like in 1983, every team played like that. They all did. All football was like yeah. this, pretty much. Um, what a mix-up! The ball skidded off Duncan Mackay, and it has it's hit the back of Noel Baxter's head, neck, and then bounced onto uh, Mackay's thigh. And Mackay goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> Clear it, Melchester. And it falls to uh, a Shefton striker who's called Nobby Harris. Oh, lovely name. Solid name. Uh, and he drills it into the top corner. Too late. It's there. Nobby Harris has scored. Hooray. Um, so this ain't good from Melchester. Rovers super brat Vic Guthrie voices his disgust. This is ridiculous. If we can't take care of this lot, Roy will slaughter us next week. Roy has very much taken residence in their heads. Yeah, they are breaking it in this game. Um, the episodes we've just put out free that were, that were IFS nine months ago have just got fucking Harvey Rawson. We've had nine months of Harvey Rawson. Of this fucking madness when he yeah. first started trying to rec- headhunt Rawson Roy. Tried to porch him. Yeah, nine months of it. Yeah, it's a saga. The whole thing's saga. First they were trying to get him. That took a long time, then they got him, then he hated it, now things are going all right. Will he, won't he go back? Obviously, look, he's going to go back. But when? Of course he is. I'm fucking sick of it. Well, maybe, I don't know, but maybe he'll do a number on Melchester first. It's a fucking saga, uh, mate. It's his next week, you could be she- seeing the shock result of the season. Well, yeah, um, a defeat for Melchester at Shefton, it says here, would indeed be a shock. Uh, Mark's at a 10 for that one. Hey, I don't like the way it jumped around too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just saw uh, Walford just banging a load of goals in, um, which is no fun. There's no, there's no jeopardy in that. No. Uh, yeah, I give it an eight as well. We've I found the the chart. Number one is Roy of the Rovers. Last week was number one. Uh, Tommy's troubles is up three places to number two. I don't know why that is. Maybe there was some tits in it. <laughs> uh, Durrell's Palace drops down two to number four. Mighty Mouse is still number three, and then the rest of them down at the bottom is the best of Roy of the Rovers, which is the old nineteen fifties or sixties oh. stories that they're insisting on putting in. Uh, the kids are not very much not down with that. No. Uh, and the second least popular is is the the apprentices, which is also about Melchester. So it could be a crisis in the Roy of the Rovers HQ about what to do. We could be having a, a revamp soon, I think. Um, is this the one where he's got the, the question about the Scottish teams in? I think that was last week. Maybe next week. Oh no, there it is. Call of the week. Fraser MacDonald. Fraser of uh, Waven, Fife, 
said, My favourite story is Doral's Palace. It's the most realistic one. It covers every aspect of a small club. I've one criticism of your comic. The background crowds aren't realistic. There's always packed houses when most games in Britain today are poorly attended. My favourite team is East Fife. I'd like to see some of the smaller clubs in Scotland featured. And then Roy responds by saying, In the past month, Fraser, Brecon City and Stenhouse Muir have been featured in my talking. <laughs> Second of all, Next question. if it's reality you're after, watch the fucking latest Ken Loach. Don't read a fucking comic. Next question. <laughs> I have mentioned two Scottish teams in the past month alone. Now, please fuck off. So there we go. Um, <clears throat> that's it. Excuse we'll me. Back with the next one. Excuse me, I have a small bit of walnut in my throat. Are you choking? I'm all right now. Okay. Didn't want an episode to end with a death. I had some walnuts so, for lunch, mate. Oh, nice. All right, there we go. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.